Okay, doke. Good morning. Boker Tov. So we started yesterday, um, or yesterday, last, last Sunday, about binion, about building houses, remodeling houses, constructing houses, things that the Torah uh, emphasizes. It's interesting to me, uh, you know, that since this, these, it's recorded and it goes to all different places, uh, I got a, a, some feedback. Some people were actually in the middle of uh, building their house or buying a house. So it, it, it's always better to know these things before you move into a house or before you buy a house. So think to myself, if people commented to me uh, from, the, from the lecture uh, without, uh, you know, you know from, who are in the process, I imagine there are many people who probably listened to heard this lecture and said, wow, I mean, I wish I do this beforehand uh, or before they did construction. So just... We really touched on two things in particular last week. Number one is that whenever you're involved in uh, construction, you don't want to impoverish yourself. Uh, to be wise enough to realize that uh, everything in construction to double, double, double the price. And once you start, you can't finish. <laughs> once you begin a construction pro- project, uh, the, you know, the, 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 you're stuck in it, and if the, and if the, and if the, pro, the, the it costs more and more money, you could literally give up the blood of your your, your life, your your sanity. I mentioned some some stories uh, last week of shoals that almost had to close down because they overextend themselves, or they became so crazy about it. Uh, people who who lose sleep at night, uh, who could cut corners because they. They imagined a certain price, and it costs way more than that. The, the, really, the only eighth for that is that if you're going to be involved in building or construction, unless you're super wealthy, make sure to have a lot more money than planned. Uh, because if you don't, then you will hurt yourself, hurt others, because if you're involved and you're stressed out and you can't do it. I know a family, actually. I'm telling you a true story. They were an uh, upper-middle-class family in Miami Beach, and they got involved in a construction project, and they um, got really hurt by it, and they were doing their house, and so much, so this is like a from family, I remember at one point, they were so badly hurt, they wanted to put their kids in public school. Now, why in the world did that happen? Why did that happen? Because they wanted to make nice bedrooms for their kids, or whatever they wanted to do. They did not anticipate the costs. They did not plan accordingly. So who, who, who are the biggest losers if that, that actually, in the end, if I, it did not happen for various reasons. But what would have happened, who's a loser if that happens? The kids. The parent, the kids, you imagine, I can only imagine the stress, the anxiety that must have been in such a house for that to have even been an option. That it even to have been a, a, possibil- a possibility. Coming close? Yes, I'd like to. Oh, nice. Look, the old, yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so number one is be very wise in life in general. Um, there is a, a, a risk of, uh, you know, not planning intelligently. Shh. Uh, uh, you know, not planning intelligently uh, in the things that we do. Number two is the following thing, that if you build a house, you should know that the um, the... You know, Kabbalistically, what the Zohar says is that we're that what we do in a house uh, is affects the house. So, if a Gentile would build a house, you know, crossing himself every two seconds, or you know, or or 
you know, offering praise to the Baal, praise to Zeus, whatever, you know, praise to Mercules, uh, that actually impacts the house spiritually. Uh, It can have negative spiritual realities uh, to that house. It's a, a big concept in the Zohar, that the intention of a person, the kavanas of a person, actually uh, affect, affect it. Um, and therefore, really, if they're bad, we have something called a Chanukah Sabayis. You have, you, the, the proper thing is when you come in there, you, there's all kinds of events. You say it's Tehillim, uh, you say certain prayers. Certain communities are very uh, into this. In particular, the Hasidim are very into this idea. Um, some Svarta communities are very into having not a Chanukah Sabayis where you have some, you know, some cake and cookies there and people make brachas, but to really have a Chanukah Sabayis where um, you have to... Eliyad, do, you, do the Persians Zohar. do this? Zohar. But you say the Zohar there, right? You say Zohar's in there, you say prayers in there. Some people bring certain... They bring a Sefer Torah, a Svarim, the first thing they do is they bring to us is a Chomish. All of this is to impact, um, impact the, 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 the house because... The, the kavanas that you go ahead and do it uh, are affected. So, you know, for those who learned chulin, for those who learned shechita, even how you shecht a cow, right? If you if shecht a cow, to, well, you have in mind idolatry, that cow is treif, right? In fact, zvachim, you're doing karbanas, for those who learned that, how, the, the, you, the, all kinds of kavanas you have affect the korban. So, what you do with this is, is, is very impactful, not just on the, 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 you know, who builds it, but the actually spirituality uh, of uh, the house. And you want to make sure that there's Kedusha, that's Shari, on the house, that there is some form of Kedusha in the house and not Tumah. Because if you're living in a house of Tumah, uh, we are impacted by the world around us. In fact, it's an amazing thing, by the way. You see the beginning of Parshish Noach, that the animals were affected by what? The immorality of the time, that you create a spiritual ambiance or a tumma ambiance by the deeds and the actions. Again, this is a big concept in Zohar. And the Paleoites uh, was, was certainly seeped in Zohar himself. So Vizayim Ma'od, and he says, not only that, you should be very careful. Um, That's... Uh, uh, to not build a, a, a house or to remodel your house on Shabbos or Yom Tov or Chol on Chol Hamoyed. Shal Kol Kayoitzim is a Nemar. I think we, we touched on this last time. We're going to just go back to this. Shal Kozeb is a Nemar. Hoy Boyne Beis or Beloitzak. We build a house, and it's not uh, if it's the foundations are not correct. We haven't built a house with bad foundations. They crumble. They crumble. The house is shaky. Right, lots, that, of lots of problems. Well, if you build a house with bad spiritual foundations, you're going to have lots of problems. One way to build a house with bad spiritual foundations, if it's owned by a Jew, doesn't make a difference if it's an American Jew, Israeli Jew, Russian Jew, Persian Jew. If they build that house on Shabbos or Yom Tov, um, and I remember that case, the Tisha case, that wealthy person, it's going to have bad foundations. That was the other thing we discussed. Okay. Um, and also that will can negatively affect it as well. So I'll call upon him lo yerba hotzos b'minyanim gedolim. But let's interview build a house. It's not built on Shabbos. It's built on Yom Tov. It's built in a, in a proper way. What happens? Actually, no. I skipped, uh, 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 
If you have the ability, um, if you're building a house, or you're constructing a house, or you're remodeling your house, or you're designing your house, um, this is certainly, certainly a Yiddish Jewish idea, is to have a, uh, an aliyah miyuches in either an attic or, or some place will it a base madrash in your house. Lavodis koino. You should have a room which is designated, um, it's just designated just to learn, just to serve Hashem. If you've ever been in the house of Chaim Kanyevsky, upstairs, all the way up, he has his base, where he, 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 he has a, a base madrash. Where he learns and he da- where, you know, he doesn't dominate, he learns. If he says till him there, <laughs> whatever he does there, it's just for him. It's his base, his own personal, his own personal base madrash. Right? That idea is that place that has a, pr- and I'd say today's time, it should be a room where you don't bring in your laptop. It's a room where you don't, you know, you don't sit there and do other things. It's miyuchad for Torah and prayer. That, it's an own personal room where you have it. Certainly, if a person introduces this, it enhances the whole house. You know, if you have little kids, for sure you need to escape somewhere if you want to learn. Uh, but even if you don't, it, 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 it's a place where you'll fo- be able to go ahead and focus uh, on Avoy Hashem. And if you have also the ability, is to have a room just for Achnasus Orachim, just to host guests. You know, it's an amazing thing. We, uh, we have a chuppah. How's, what's the, how's the chuppah look? Open on? On all four sides. Why is it open on four sides, Moshe? Because um, it symbolizes Abraham's tent. That Good. Who married you off, by the way? Rabbi Levine. Rabbi Levine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I remember the Rabbi Levine at your wedding actually said that, explained that. Maybe you were from there, maybe you were from otherwise. But I, remember, I do remember saying that at your wedding. Uh, so, uh, uh, but... Uh, I think you got that right. Uh, Past. I was wondering if the wedding was still good. No, no. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know if he, you know, he listened to the tape. He listened to the tape. Uh, yeah. uh, I wasn't speaking to him then, I was speaking to the crowd. Uh, but the truth, you know, the, 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 we start a wedding saying that you should be like Avram, Avram and Sarah to have an open house. And uh, it doesn't just, that's just like, just not just talk at the wedding. Obviously, we want to host guests. Now, the, the ideal way is if you have the ability um, to have a room. To have to 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 have guests, um, you know, that shouldn't come at your your children's expense, your family's expense. But if you're able to do it, you should plan ahead to be able to have that mitzvah, that schos, to be a, a, to be a host. Or you can be like Reb Chaim Salavechik. You know, Reb Chaim Salavechik was the Gadol Hador, was the Rav of Brisk. His nifter passed away in 1917, and his sons testified uh, that. Uh, when they would have guests, they would be kicked out of their bed. <laughs> and sometimes the guests would have guests for weeks, actually, in that house, in the Ritzkov's house, the house. Kids would sleep on the floor. But in general, for most American kids, that's not a good idea for many reasons. Uh, but, but to plan ahead and to have this problem. To put a kosher mezuzah. Now, a kosher mezuzah is twofold. Number one, if you own... Or rent a house. If you own a house and you do not put a mezuzah up, you're, you're in transgression of Torah law. If you rent a house, shh, shh, shh. if you rent a house, um, just tell them to go into the show. If you rent a house, um, uh, you, you're, you're in transgression of rabbinic, you're, you're, rabbinic, you're, you're, of rabbinic law. 
Um, so that means that chiyuv comes right, right, right away. Um, and you, you're obligated. Somebody just told me the following thing. They bought a house, and they don't have mezuzah yet. They said to me, well, I said, they said to me, you know, I'm going to put it up in day 30. I said, no. You don't put up day 30. Day 30 is if you're renting a house. If you buy a house, the day you move in, you're obligated, biblical law, to put up a, a mezuzah. You're over your vato mitzvah if you're going to head uh, and, 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 and not do that. So, first of all, it's an obligation. Right? You need to know what the halachas are, where you need to put a mezuzah up, when the Torah says it, when's it, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of, what you know, if there's no door in the house, are you obligated to put a mezuzah? It's just a Pesach. Sure. So you only you're, it, 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 there is a chiyuv, but it's not. It's a machlekes. Our opinion is not. We put up a mezuzah. Absolutely, actually, mo, many of the questions I get about mezuzah, those kind of kind of open walkways. Is it if it's do you have oh, to have two? If it's two, it doesn't need like does it need to have two? Like think of this wall. Yeah, how do you how do you know which way? Oh, uh, so I'm not going to talk about Look yeah. at this. The wall can be used on one and the other, and the other. So does that need a mezuzah? Does it not need a mezuzah coming into this room? Um, you know, which way you walk, it's all kind of, So first thing is you need to know what halacha is. There are halacha, there's halachas mezuzah. Where you need to put a mezuzah, where you don't need to put up a mezuzah, what is a chiv, what is not a chiv. Okay, well, beyond that, we know that the point of mezuzah, there's two, it's, it's twofold. Ariston's number one is its spiritual protection, right? The mezuzah, the mezuzah is to give you shmirah. That's why it goes into the house. It's the right side going into the house, the mezuzah. Now, the menorah I discussed in Hanukkah is for the outside world. The mezuzah is for the inside world, but the menorah is on the left side going out. The mezuzah is going into your house. It's spiritual smira. And on that note, the Ramam also says it's supposed to remind you of Hashem. So, you know, it's supposed to remind you of God. So, uh, certainly to have mezuzahs right away, I, I, I can't, it's, you know, I never grew up, I never saw Jews until I came to Northern California that did not have mezuzahs. Even you know, in Israel, you don't have, what point have people have mezuzahs that don't? Everyone. Everyone has a mezuzah. Everyone. Chilonim. Chilonim. Yeah, it's like unheard of for a Jew not to have a mezuzah. Um, even in the East Coast, like, you know, Jews who are not so connected, most of them, not all of them, have a mezuzah. But here, um, I, I would say that the majority of Jews do not have a mezuzah. Um, I'm not talking about an unaffiliate. I'm talking about majority of Reformed Jews here. Don't have a mezuzah, which is crazy. That's I mean, that's really far off. Uh, but if you don't think about Hashem in your daily life whatsoever, you don't think about your Judaism. <laughs> so you're not going to put it on the door. You know, putting the mezuzah on the doors. What's this? It's, there's some kind of you know connection. You know, with the Israelis, it's an interesting thing. Certainly with the Sephardim, but even some Ashkenazim, they have a certain pride in their Israeliness or their Jewishness. They have their, their, their Hamza or their Magen David. You know, there's some connection, but if you don't have no connection to the Yiddishkeit, the Yahudus, so it's Nebuch, Nebuch. Um, I also never heard of a Jew didn't have a breast meal until I came to Northern California. In New Jersey, yep. they're checking everybody in Mezuzah, the one that you bake here, they killed the, the, what's the name of the police? Georgia City. Oh, yeah. They're checking all the Mezuzah, they put a new Mezuzah people, and uh, right. making sure everybody doing correctly. Baracha, Correctly, right? So when you're buying a house, one of the first thing um, that you should be doing or, uh, is to put up a kosher, a kosher mezuzah. Ch- how often does mezuzah need to be checked? Twice every seven years. The minute gets to do it every three and a half years. Um, if you're living in a place like South Florida, 
the minigas people check their outdoor mezuzahs, only their outdoor mezuzahs, every year. You know why? The humidity is so intense over there. What about smoke from fires? Does that harm mezuzahs? Uh, well, not for not if it's not 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 if it's not if it's if you're in if you're if it's in the air like far away. To my knowledge, it doesn't have any effect. If you're if you're in Napa and there's a fire all around you, if you're in Australia, there's a million and a half acres burning. You're right next to it. Yeah, you you check your, your oh, so check my in that kind of case. Um, um, but you know, if you don't check it, you know, like Menashe just brought down that some people go ahead. And uh, if there's a tragedy, they make sure to check the business if they're having personal, because you don't have bracha. It's not, you know, the first thing to look is your life. <laughs> you know, some people, the first thing to check your mezuzah, first thing is to look at you. Before you check your mezuzah, is look at your own life. Qu- question. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you want to move on, but I, what if you're in a place that's like anti-Semitic, and they know that by looking at your door, they see a mezuzah that you're Jewish? How do you... So if it's, if it's a real danger... Yeah. Harvey said it best. Get out of there. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. By the way, Get out of if you, if you, especially in today's world, why live in a place? Like places in Europe, like yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a good sign for you that if you can't put a mezuzah on your door, it's not a good place to live. That's, gotcha. a, that's yeah. you know, if you can't wear a yarmulke on the street, uh, it's not a good place to live. That's those are good simanim. That is not a good place because. These are these are things that a Jew should be doing. If you can't do those type of things, like I honestly I don't know how any Jew stays in Iran. I, I don't I don't I know the excuses. I don't I know I know what people say. I don't know how they do that. I'm just being very frank. You, I, you're elderly. It's hard. It's challenging. It doesn't make sense to me as an outsider. It just doesn't make sense. I'm not here to judge anybody. I would get out of there in one second. You know, in one bomb can go off in Tehran from Israel. There can be riots and pogroms on the street. To me, it's absolutely insane how anyone stays in such a place. Now, my four grandparents were in the Holocaust, so I can, I, I'm a believer that in one minute your life can change. Um, but, but to answer Daniel's question, no way. If, if, if you can't have this, uh, but let's say you can't get out, or you're living in a place where everything's anti-Semitic, <laughs> which was, did happen in certain parts of history. So you know, if it's a real danger to your life, of course you're not to put this. You don't have to wear a yarmulke. You don't have to, you, anything which is, there's only three sins if it's a, there's a real some possibility of danger you, you can't do. You don't have to. You, you know you don't have to put them in such a situation. Um, if you look, by the way, in Israel, in Israel, the old in, 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 in many of Syria, Syrian Jews, and many places in Israel, where, how do they put the mezuzah? Look at the old houses. Straight up and down. No, it was it was in the wall of the house, and you can see they leave a hole. Why do they do that? Because the Arabs used to pull it off the doors. They didn't, they didn't endanger you, but they used to yank the mezuzahs, throw it off, or steal the mezuzahs. So they, they would put the mezuzahs in, embedded in the wall. I've seen that. In Israel, you see yeah, it? You I see, saw that. Yeah, that was not because there's a physical danger. There's plenty of Jews in, in the 18th century, 19th century in Jerusalem, but because there was, there was, no, there was no Jews in Tel Aviv in the 18th century or, or in Haifa, so Haifa a little bit, you know. But, but where the Jews were living, as Jews, which were limited then, you know, by, by the time modern Israel would be built, there were Jewish, completely Jewish cities, right? Tel Aviv was, in 1909, was founded as a completely Jewish city, so you didn't have Arabs pulling mezuzahs off the wall. But if you look at the old houses in Jerusalem, or in Sfat, or in Tiberias, where there was old Jewish populations, they would put the mezuzahs, because there were Arabs in the same cities, in the walls. And they did that not because of danger, they did it so they wouldn't be ripped out, ripped, 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 ripped off. Um... But he says, if you do that, you put the mezuzah, the shechina will show you Hashem, Hashem will watch you when you come and you go to your house. If you show him, he says, the best thing to do is to build your own house. Again, again, 
as he pointed out earlier, uh, Kabbalistically, there's challenges in doing that because, you know, um, challenge number one is you can over, overextend yourself. You buy a house that's built, you know what you're calling, you the price, you know what you're getting. You know, I will say again, I would just, just, just buy or beware. Um, the worst thing to do, I'm saying this is a rabbi who deals with many, many people's financial realities. Some people are asking me for charity, some people are asking me for loans, some people are asking me for advice, some people are just crying to me, some people are just fetching to me. Uh, all of the above. I, I experience all of the above very often. Um, if you buy a house and you could barely afford the mortgage, you could barely afford the mortgage, you are taking a risk with your financial stability and your own peace of mind, your own shalom bias, your own future. Because if you're living like that, it's very, very challenging. And banks do not have mercy. <laughs> they, they, they do not have mercy. They will take everything you own happily if you do not pay your mortgage. Okay? Um, if they, you know, if you, and, if you, and if you don't, and if they have some mercy, they're going to ruin your credit for life. So... Um, you know, it's not wise. Better to buy something smaller. I'm, I, I, I'm telling you things you, that I'm sure you've heard, but I've had in my office <laughs> the, the, the questions I see, the cries I hear, the anxiety, the, the lack of shalom bias that comes from these type of things of people who live too large for themselves. They can't afford this mortgage uh, and, they, and they play a risky, risky business, uh, and it's the, the the costs are very, very great. Life is way too short, and to live several years of your life on the edge, uh, you know, if it's I hate to say it, if it's uh, you start a company, you start a, 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 a you incorporate, and it collapses, you know what happens? It's not you. <laughs> you know, you 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 may lose your parnasa, but you're not losing your. It's not, you, you do it, you know, when banks lend to a corporate entity, what do they know? There's no personal liability. Okay, when you take, when you take corporate law, unless you are a thief or purposely reckless, there's no, purpose, there's no personal liability at a corporation. It can go bankrupt, and you don't, it doesn't affect your own personal credit, it does not at all. You can do whatever you want as long as you are playing fair. Right, and, and banks know that, and, and, and lenders know that. When they import a corporation, you know, when real estate loans, they know that if these are these are these are entities set up for these deals, they can go back. When you do it in your own life, it's, but, you know, Judaism, by the way, had a little different opinions about you know, about corporate liability, etc., etc. It's not for today's discussion, but it's personal. You're on the thing. You will, you will, very possibly ruin years of your life, your own physical health. Your family's your family's stability, uh, your finances. Sometimes it's not worth it to put yourself on the line uh, where, where it's not doable. Now, obviously, sometimes things come up. There's change in financial status, um, but you know, and some things are unavoidable or, or, or unforeseeable. Uh, but anything that you, if you see coming into this, and see does not mean see like. You see that you don't know where your job is going. You see that the, the, the fi- you see that your family is growing and your expenses are going up. And today you could afford it, and you know you're not about to afford it in three years from now because you know you have to pay tuition. And you're saying to yourself, "Well, if my kids in public school, like a guy, you know, because you, you put you put on this mortgage, you know, there's an amazing ger rabba. I, I I live with this ger rabba. This ger rabba is such an important thing. I'm telling you, 
I'm telling you as a Rav, and as, as with a legal background, uh, as someone who sees a lot of more things, people come to with interesting questions. You know, it says, Ezu HaChacham, the Rekei Rabbi Safati, Ezu HaChacham, Haroa Esanolad. Who is the wise person? The person who? Sees the future. Do you think it means it's a prophet? Is that a wise person? That's not a wise person. A prophet sees things that you can't see. A chacham means it's not here today. But the seeds are there. It just hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. The reality is there. You know, you see, I remember there's a certain community in South Florida. It's very expensive. And the neighborhood changed. You know what happened? What happens to the property values? Tanked. You know, you could have seen that 10 years in advance. It was happening. It was creeping and changing over time. Over time. So what would a smart person who 10 years earlier saw this neighborhood change? Right now the house is for $2 million. And 10 years later the house will be $200,000. You know what that, you know, happens to your mortgage, to your property, to your value, to everything when that happens? You have to be... Royce and Nola means to know when you're making decisions today, look what's happening. Don't be a fool. And you see this in particular when people buy houses. You know, Aurelius Svei, Shiva Philadelphia, used to say in Lakewood... You know, he's a Roshim Philadelphia, but he's a Talmud of Baron Cutler. If you buy your house, you buy your tombstone. Because many people, it locks them in life. You know, he was talking about people who could have made decisions, and they, they buy this house, and now they're stuck. They have to live here, they have to do and sometimes that's very much the case. So you have to realize, what's going to be if I do this? Not today. Oh, you can afford it today. Well, in five years now, you, you, don't, and don't gamble with your life. Life is way too short to have this. And anyways, even if you can afford it, even if you're loaded, you're loaded, you have, you, have, you, have, you have bank accounts and trust accounts. By the way, if you know anyone like that, please send them my way. We're just having a good cocktail dinner. It's important that you need to be just involved. All right. Now, you know, don't build a house, the Taj Mahal. Don't build, don't build... What's what's Margo? What's what's Mar a Lago? What's this place? What's place over Mar a Lago? Don't build Mar a Lago. But he's using other people's money, so there's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. He's using yours, Harvey. Not using mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a reaction. Okay, so uh, don't build that. You know why? Beautiful decor. You know, kiakol. Uh, because we know what, you know what happens when you when you build such a house. That doesn't mean. By the way, the Gemara says in Brachos. That three things give a person expanded das. Good for the, the, one of them is a nice large house. But it's different between a large house to give you space and you know building a house that has to be everything ornate, everything custom made, everything exquisite, everything you know. I I cannot stand. I'm, I'm not personally when someone doesn't take your shoes off and come into the house. I, it's not a house. I'm walking into a museum. They have white carpet. The first, they have white carpet as you walk in, right? Not smart. What? Not smart plan. No, no, and again, I'm, listen. If you never have anyone walk into your house, but you can't live, it's like, you know, again, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not judging. I'm saying personally, to me, it's not a house, you know. But I'm not saying, that's nothing. When you have a house, you can't. It's like a museum. It's like literally everything. You, you make your house your life. It, it, it affects you. Like every, you worry about your house. You worry about this. You think about this. Everything has to look beautiful. Now, I remember somebody I was talking to for like weeks. They were designing one bathroom. Crazy. Now, every Sunday I would speak to them. What are you doing? Oh, I'm going to look for faucets. 
next, next two weeks, two months later, what are you doing? I'm looking for the tiles for the floor of the bathroom because the tiles on the wall <laughs> were different. The <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole house is this way. He designed a house. I come this is, the, this, this is what you're in this world for, to still get faucets and, you know, probably, I'm sure you have to figure out the, the handle for the toilet also for some time. That's, the uh, uh, that's right. I mean, you know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just passing through this land. This is not, we're not, your house in this world we're, is not forever. Worry about your eternal home. This is what you're worried about? The toilets? The floors? Spend time looking at a toaster oven, 50,000 toaster ovens. Or, read every review on Amazon. I'm not saying, you know, look, look, look briefly. I'm not saying to buy a bad toaster oven. You know, you know I'm actually toasting an oven. But this world is passing. You know the famous story of the Chavetz Chaim. The Necha Golding, a lady who was a supporter that came to his house in the 1920s. And she said, the Chavetz Chaim had no furniture. She said to Rebbe, where's your furniture? Where's nothing in your house? And he said to her, where's your furniture? She said, I'm just traveling. I'm just passing through. Chavetz Chaim said to her, I'm just passing through too. <laughs> I don't know how long am I in this world for? And he lived by like, a long life, Chavetz Chaim. He's passing this. You know what you have to worry about? The, the, the faucets in Olam Haba. About your, your mitzvahs. Your davening. On Sunday, instead of worrying about faucets for six months, worry about your, your dafyomi and your learning of Torah and your, your learning, learning. This is what you're worried about? I don't have anything about a person, gardeners, that they get, to, they, they enjoy it, it gives them a break. But you're sitting there, some of these people, I sit there, the Italians, by the way, two things they're very into over here. They're cars, they can wash, I never saw I wash cars so much in my life. And there's gardens, they mom and shit there all day long. The best tomatoes I ever had in my life were from my Nona's garden. Okay. I bought plenty of nice tomatoes from Safeway. They're fine. Not uh, from my Nona's garden. Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 my point is like this: if, if, if there's nothing wrong with gardening, gardening is healthy. It's it's it's, it's being outdoors. I'm nothing against gardening. We got a thing with cars, though. Uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> but there's yesh gvul. There's a limit. There's a, there's a limit. Oh wow! It's like some fish on the sub. Kitzelim. I lost track of the time here. Kitzelim made of all our arts. If you're gonna worry about to worry about your olam haba, worry about your world to come. You can't, you're not buried with your house. You're not buried with your house. You, you will live in an eternal home, which will be the product of your actions. Kisham Beso. There, in the, in the, in Olamaba, that's your real home. That you should worry about the tiles. But the tiles there are dependent on your actions here. Behold here. Yagdil Torah 